Greeny with Mike Greenberg, the podcast. All right, Greeny with you. We roll along here presented by Progressive Insurance. And every Friday at this time, I'm delighted to bring in our betting analyst, Joe Fortenbaugh on the Goodyear Hotline, who has been just terrific with us here. As And I, I keep explaining this. I don't know that it requires explanation, but you know, this is not something we did on the old show. The world has changed. And the world has changed in such a way that I feel more and more people are interested in this kind of material, and I can't give it to you. I, I, I'm not, I don't have anywhere near the insight into the gambling of all of this that Joe does, and that's why I bring him in here for it every single week. Good morning again, Joe Fortenbaugh. Greeny, your Jets are getting hot. Big win last week. And I'll tell you what, with Calvin Ridley out for the Falcons, not making the trip to London for the game, Jets plus three. I'm saying the guys out here in the desert, they like that one a little bit. I like it too. What, 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 what would I get? I don't know if I'm going to ask you a question you don't have the answer to in front of you, but like on the money line here, I'm, su- I'm, I'm almost a little surprised the Jets are an under. Oh, we stink. Maybe that shouldn't be a surprise, but... but <laughs> What would I get on the money line on a game like that if I just took there's no home team here? Um, I'm on record, by the way, saying I believe that Zach Wilson is going to play so well that the queen will be alerted to this during the game. They will race her down to the stadium and she will knight him before the game is done. I believe he will be Sir Zach upon his flight back from London. What do you think? That'd be more naked gun than the crown, but it would be something that could happen. I'll tell you, on the money line, the Jets are plus 125, which means a $100 wager, right. should it be successful, would return $125 in profit. It's not but as take much note as I this. was hoping for. I was hoping a little for a little more than that, Joe. Well, that's the thing. The money's been coming in on the Jets. Some yeah. shops we work with Caesars has moved from plus three down to plus two and a half, and that is a significant move. We've talked about this before. Three is the most important number in all of football betting because more games end on a differential of three than any other number. 24-21, 17-14, 31-28. You get where I'm going here. Of course. So the reality is you got to be on the right side of three. So if you like the Jets, get the three now if you can find it because it looks like two and a half is starting to show up. Okay, this is the kind of insight that we're looking for. Now, biggest game of the week, Sunday night, Chiefs-Bills in Kansas City. KC is a two and a half point home favorite. How would you play this game? I would play the Bills with one caveat. Keep your eye on the injury report out of Buffalo. Linebacker Matt Milano still dealing with a hamstring injury. He is very important to what they do on defense. Now, that number three was very important. We talked about it earlier, and it's going to be important here because Kansas City was laying three, but it's been nothing but Bills money all week for good reason. That Chiefs defense is atrocious. Let me put it into perspective for you, Greeny. On offense, the Chiefs are the best in the business. They average 6.9 yards per play. That's number one in the NFL. On defense, the Chiefs rank dead last in yards per play allowed at 6.9. Essentially, the Chief defense is making every opposing offense look like the Chiefs offense. That's how bad they've been. Buffalo was at Arrowhead last year for the AFC Championship game. I don't think they're going to be overwhelmed by the crowd or the noise. They may need to settle in a little bit, but they bring a lot of balance to the table. They can score offensively. They can get some stops on defense. Don't be surprised if A, Buffalo wins this game, and B, everyone starts talking about them for the Super Bowl moving forward. I know they've gotten some buzz. Eight to one for the Bills to win the Super Bowl is out there. I can tell you if they win this game, which I think they will, eight to one is going to be long gone come Monday morning. Mm, So that's a a double little uh, piece of advice there. The Bills are the money line this week. And then right now is the time to buy that ticket on Buffalo to win the Super Bowl if you want, because the numbers will go down. And just to further emphasize your point, the Chiefs defense so far has allowed 16 touchdowns and forced seven punts. (laughs) 
The last I checked, that's not good. Uh, Greenwood and Joe Fortenbaugh with us here. Uh, Next, outside of Sunday night, what is your favorite bet of the weekend? Chargers, Browns, under 47 total points. Both teams rank in the top seven in scoring defense. Both teams rank in the top 12 in opponent yards per play. They can both get stops. Cleveland is an underbetter's dream. The unders cashed each of the last two weeks for a variety of reasons, but one of which is that they love to run the ball. Number one in the NFL in rushing attempts per game, but they also rank 27th in pace. They're not flying up to the line of scrimmage and snapping the ball quickly like you see some teams do. They like to take their time. That's fantastic for an under. When you look at the Chargers, don't sleep on these guys this year. Not only are they balanced, not only do they play very good defense, Every opponent they've played this season, they have held that opponent to their season low in scoring for the year. Mm. This game's going to be more of a slugfest. I'm surprised the total is north of 45 points. I would play under 47, Chargers and Browns. I love that pick. And by the way, I made this statement on on TV this morning somewhat recklessly because I didn't give it a lot of thought. (laughs) You tell me, Hembo, is is there anything obvious I left out? I said he'll never win it. But the offensive rookie of the year is Rashawn Slater because he is—he has been brilliant as the left tackle for a, a remade L.A. offensive line. Uh, everyone paid a lot of attention to his performance week one when he stymied Chase Young, and he has been brilliant ever since playing against good defenses week in, week out. But I didn't think about it. I just said it because uh, 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 Rashawn Slater, in case you don't know, from Northwestern. So obviously <laughs> I love him. Uh, is there an obvious one I left out? For rookie of the year? Yeah. I mean, you're never going to give it to a lineman. No, I know problem. he won't win. I right. said he won't win, but he should win. Who, who, Joe, who would be the betting favorite? I, I keep asking you questions you may not have in front no, of you. No, it's quite all right. It's probably going to be one of the quarterbacks <laughs> yeah, right, now, right now, but I, I would point to Jamar Chase and the numbers he's putting up in Cincinnati over the last few weeks. If he continues to put up huge numbers, he's going to have a shot. But again, it's difficult. Uh, Jordan Jefferson had a monster year last year for the LSU Tigers, and he ended up not winning because of uh, Justin Herbert, was it, last year, I believe? Yeah, because he's yeah. the rookie touchdown record. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He, I mean, he was incredible, but it's, it's very difficult for a non-quarterback to win these types of awards. Right now, Mac Jones is the favorite. Jamar Chase is at 5-1. to one. Again, I know Rashawn Slater's not going to win the award, but that doesn't mean he isn't the most valuable rookie. You know what makes AutoZone America's number one battery destination? Because they offer free battery testing and charging, and reliable replacement batteries start at just $7.99. They've always got your battery solution. Get in the zone with AutoZone. We have Joe Fortenbaugh with us here. Let's go on to college football Big game in Dallas, Red River showdown. I was surprised that Oklahoma was only a three-point favorite. What's your angle here? It was three and a half. It got bet down to three, so some Texas money has been on the market. I played the over here at 63 and a half. Steve Sarkeesian has been masterful with his play calling this year on offense. Texas averaging 44 points per game, fifth in college football. Now, they're running into a great Oklahoma defense, which should suppress some of that scoring. So I'm not expecting 44 points from Texas, but I do expect them to hang some points here. Oklahoma's offense has been sluggish all year long. They have not met the expectations we put on them before the season started, but this is a great matchup for them because Texas is going to score, forcing them to score, and at the same time, Texas's defense leaves a lot to be desired in the passing game, running game, you name it. Currently 51st in the country in scoring defense. Mm. I think we're going to get a shootout here over 63 and a half Oklahoma and Texas. I love it. And we have some good diversity in the picks this week from Joe Fortenball. Let's go to boxing. There's nothing better than a huge fight in Vegas. Saturday night, Tyson Fury, Deontay Wilder, the trilogy fight. You can see it on ESPN Plus pay-per-view. First fight was a draw. Second fight, Fury with a TKO. What do you like for the trilogy fight? 
All right, so Fury's a pretty big favorite here at minus 270. I don't want to take that kind of risk and lay that. Minus 270, meaning I have to risk $270 to win 100. Now, why? Deontay Wilder has extraordinary one-punch knockout power. That's his thing. He's like the modern-day Mike Tyson. So I don't want to lay the 270, but I do like Fury to win the fight. So here's what we're going to do. Tyson Fury to win the fight by knockout, technical knockout, or disqualification. Those are all bundled together, and it's minus 110. Meaning to win $100 instead of risking 270, I just have to risk 110. The downside here, the catch, as they say, is that if this goes to the cards, I automatically lose. I will not win with the decision. I have to win with the stoppage. Fury's the better fighter. He's the smarter fighter. He's got the higher IQ when it comes to being in the ring, and he can take a punch. We saw it in the first fight against Wilder when he got up miraculously in the 12th off the mat when everyone thought he was finished. All that stuff is going to come into play here. He's going to have like a 40-pound weight advantage. He's going to do what he did in the second fight, lean on Wilder, force him to run out of gas. I like him to finish the fight. The over-under is only 7.5. That's being priced to tell you that the expectation here is that this does not go the distance. Remember, Mayweather fights used to have an over-under of 10.5 or 11 for 12-round fights. This is priced at 7.5, so they're telling you it's unlikely it goes the distance. I would play Fury, minus 110 by knockout, technical knockout or disqualification. I love that play. I love that pick, and I love that this is a conversation that we can have. One more from Joe here. Uh, Hembo told me this morning the World Series starts tonight. Dodgers-Giants in a National League Division Series. Anything there that jumps out at you? I think you're never going to get a better price on Walker Bueller. And I used to cover the Bay Area. Uh, I'm, I'm rooting for the Giants. Best of luck to everybody up there. But I'll tell you what, if Walker Bueller is going to be minus 115 in this matchup, I'm going to play the Dodgers. He's faced the Giants six times this year. Now, the last time out, he got shelled. He only recorded three innings. He gave up something like six earned runs. It wasn't a good outing. Skip that for a second. That's the outlier because the other five starts against the Giants this year, he gave up three earned runs in 34 innings pitched. That's an ERA of .79. He was also 3-0 and in those games, right? So I'm going to overlook the outlier game and I'm going to bank on those. Now, Logan Webb has been fantastic for the Giants this season. An extraordinary surprise. Farhan Zaidi has done an amazing job assembling that roster. But if you look at what Webb has done post-August, month of September in that one start in October... Eh, little shaky, little shaky, 3.98 ERA. I think the Dodgers are getting right. I love the price on Walker Bueller, minus 115 on the Dodgers over the Giants tonight. To be very clear, you're just talking about game one. This is not a bet on the series. This would be a bet on tonight, banking on Walker Bueller, the Dodgers at minus 115. I really enjoy this every week, Joe. Well done. Thank you, my friend. Greeny, it's my pleasure. Have a great weekend. Best of luck to everybody out there. Absolutely. All right, well done. He's very good. Greeny, uh, presented by Progressive Insurance. That's Joe Fortenball on the Goodyear Hotline. Coming up next, we will ask the biggest and best question of the NFL weekend. That's next on ESPN Radio. Greeny, the podcast. Shopping for Mother's Day is usually a challenge because you wait until the last minute, but Macy's Gift Finder makes it incredibly fast and easy to find the right gift just in time for Mother's Day. Whether you're shopping for your sister's first Mother's Day or your fashionista mom who loves to make a statement, Macy's Gift Finder has so many great gift ideas that you can easily pick out something special to celebrate them both. You can shop by price, anywhere from 25 bucks and under to 100 bucks and under. You can also sort by category like fragrance, handbags, and more, or gift lists like for the mom who has everything, pre-wrapped gifts or gifts for grandma. Find top brands like Studio Pro Model Beats headphones, Polaroid cameras, and Samsung smart TVs. So what are you waiting for? Mother's Day is May 12th. It'll be here before you know it. 
Macy's has the perfect gift guide to make picking something for mom easy this year. Head to Macy's.com slash gift finder today. That's Macy's.com slash gift finder. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any 8-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number 8, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature 8-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number 8, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Previously on Greeny. Urban Meyer is very accustomed to being the most famous person everywhere he is. He is, I promise you, acutely aware of the fact that when he is in public, people are paying attention to what he does and that people are taking pictures and video of him. I guarantee that. So, how do you explain this? Greeny and this, our weekly rewind brought to you by Dell for your small business needs. Call a Dell Technologies advisor today at 877-ASK-DELL. I, I said that about uh, Urban Meyer the other day. And, you know, I saw his wife posted a, a, a tweet sort of defending him and, and whatnot. And I get that and I appreciate that. And I, I want to make it clear. I've never thought it was our business how these guys handle their personal lives. So whatever my opinion of his behavior that night is, what the hell difference does it make? Who cares what my opinion is of that? He shouldn't, and I'm not interested in his opinion on my behavior, and I shouldn't be. So I I almost never get into that stuff. I can tell you from my many years on the road covering sports in person, I saw a million things that I could report or talk about or whatever it is that would be of interest to people even though it's none of their business. And I would never do it. I wouldn't even think about it um, because it's, it's just not, to me, it's, it's it, it inappropriate in every conceivable way. But that one became such a big deal that it was impossible to ignore. And the reason is, I thought it was a particularly well-made point by, I think it was Marcus. Someone said this on TV this week. Hembo, you might remember who. Every football coach that has ever coached a game tells his teams the same thing. Don't be the reason that we have a distraction. Don't be the reason that everyone else has to answer questions. Don't be the reason that we have something that we have to focus on besides the football team and the football game and the the matter at hand. The last thing in the world you should ever be doing as the head coach is that. And the carelessness of it, the recklessness of it really took me aback. And they're not flying back with his team. Like, just that alone. I've never heard of an NFL head coach not flying back with his team. Especially after a loss. But it wouldn't be necessarily any better after a win. So I think this rose to the level of something that you could not ignore. But I want to make it clear, my, my issue with Urban Meyer is not a personal one. I'm, I'm not sitting here in judgment of his behavior. That's for other people to do. If his... However, he and his wife see that and his family and the people close to him in his life, that's their business. I don't have an opinion on it. But it is reasonable to then assess how it impacts his ability to do his job. And that's the part of it that I just don't get. All right, Greeny coming to you live from the Seaport District of Pier 17, brought to you by Chase. How are we doing, uh, Bubba, on, on some sort of an open for Nuno's Notes? 
Because I will tell you, <coughs> America needs the opportunity to read the Google Doc. We have a show Google Doc here, and Nuno, every single week, just provides me with his opinion on these games. Like, literally, he writes up a little thought on all of the Sunday games in the NFL. I know he doesn't think I need that. I mean, I, I have, I have, it is well within my ability to find out what the games are on Sunday without <laughs> this. So, Nuno, your thinking is obviously you just, you just know I like reading your opinion on these things, right? I also think that maybe, just maybe, it can enhance a, a thought, like, because I have a lot of them. So maybe that I say something interesting, weird, like, outlandish, and you're just like, you know what? It doesn't make, it makes sense, though. You know what? New, that's why Nuno is an excellent producer. Nuno is an excellent producer on this radio show. And so I picked out a few of his notes that I like. So he just writes this for me. Jets versus Falcons. His note is... Good thing about this game is it's on early so people can avoid it. (laughs) Does that enhance your thought of the game in any way? (laughs) What part of my thought on that game was that intended to enhance? (laughs) Well, that that one was taking a shot at you, right? Like, I I wasn't going to take a shot at uh, Hembo and the Eagles, so I was like, yeah, let me take a shot at at Green and the Jets. Fair enough. Next game I chose his note that I like, Dolphins at Bucks. He writes... Worst case scenario is happening for the Dolphins. They aren't good, and you don't know if Tua is their quarterback of the future. So that is a good and insightful thought. I would, however, say, Nuno, I think we're getting the answer to the second piece of that. Because the biggest concern about Tua coming into the pros was his ability to stay healthy. So you can say it's not fair to judge a guy based upon injury. But in his particular case, this is the concern. He was never healthy in college. So I think we're getting that answer. I definitively think someone, I hate saying it, but the fact that they took him ahead of Justin Herbert is going to wind up looking oh. like one of the genuinely enormous mistakes. And I don't want to lay this on Tua. I mean, he's a good kid from what everybody tells me and all the rest of that. But boy, I'm passing, taking a quarterback one spot ahead of Justin Herbert when all is said and done, I, I don't have any quarrel with, with Cincinnati taking Burrow. He's a hometown kid. When all is said and done, in a vacuum, if you told me I could have one or the other of those guys, I would take Herbert, mm. but it's close. And I think Burrow is going to be a stud and a star and great, and the hometown factor of it all makes it, I have zero issue with that. <clears throat> I don't think they will regret that. But the 201, I think, does look bad. All right, next up, uh, Nuno, Bears at Raiders. This is his note to me. Raiders have a stretch of winnable games starting this week. A loss against the Bears will put them in the fraud category. (laughs) Is that an official category, Nuno? Is that an official NFL designation? There should be a fraudulent category. I think it's better than, what is it, uh, uh... uh, I don't know. There's there's something that we uh, that everyone do, uh, does right, uh, but I can't think about it. Pretender, right now. yes, pretender, contender, right? A pretender is such a like, uh, like no fraud. Are they a fraud? Okay, I like it. I don't disagree with it. I, I I like the take. Browns at Chargers. He writes Baker hurt and not playing well. Feels like this can be a career defying time for him. Now, to be clear, I think you meant defining, right? Defying, defining, same thing, I assume you did not mean that this game would defy his career. (laughs) That this time will be be in defiance 
of his career. I'm just making clear. You meant to say will define Correct. His career. Okay, fair enough. I just I feel a need to clarify. Next, Giants at Cowboys, he writes, This will get ugly. <laughs> and that's the end of your take. So what did you mean by this will get ugly? <clears throat> I think this is one of those games that the Cowboys will you know, it could be a twenty one to uh, you know, a twenty one point win type of win for the Cowboys where um there might be a couple of uh, Daniel Jones mistakes that he hasn't made recently um, and where they just add on to the score. Yeah, once again, Nuno putting his money or at least not putting his money where his mouth isn't, which is to say he refuses <laughs> to make a bet because he does not believe in his Giants this weekend and it's very hard for us to blame him. Final one he does here is Bills at Chiefs and he writes, Allen gets the chance to get on Mahomes' level. I actually agree with that. I believe this game could go a long way towards Josh Allen winning the MVP. I know right now Kyler Murray is the betting favorite. If 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 the B- Bills win this game, and I believe they will, I believe that Josh Allen vaults into the leader in the clubhouse to be the league MVP. Obviously, it depends on how the game goes. <clears throat> but I think to win this game, it's going to be a shootout. And if he goes into Mahomes' house and outduels him, you know, in like a 38-35 kind of game, I would put Josh Allen at the top of the list for MVP category. Okay, uh, we will do uh, the who you got coming up next. Plus, we got to do a green light here and get you set for the big baseball games coming up tonight and all through the weekend. So stick around for that. Who you got will be outstanding this week. Don't miss it next on ESPN Radio. Greeny, the podcast. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C. Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. In partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Oh, yes. We got John Lennon. John Lennon will be a part of uh, who you got coming up in just a few minutes because it's it was either his birthday or something. I forget what it is. Uh, Bubba mentioned it to me a little while ago. So we will have a John Lennon question and who you got. All that is coming. So who you got is just a few minutes away. But first, I'm ready to go right now. Light with Greeny. I'm giving Hembo the green light. We got the division series underway. American League played yesterday. National League gets started today. What does the baseball fan need to know heading into the weekend? Hembo. Now, today, Greeny, the most loaded playoff se- uh, series ever is going to begin, and that is the series between the Giants 
and the Dodgers. So the Giants and the Dodgers during the regular season this year combined to win 213 games. The Giants won 107. The Dodgers won 106. It is the most combined wins for a playoff series in the history of Major League Baseball. They, of course, did so within the same division. And their whole reason that the Dodgers are, one, are, are, are playing this series on the road at a disadvantage is because the Giants beat them 10-9 to 9 in their head-to-head series. That's right. The Giants and the Dodgers both went 97-46 and 46 this season when they did not play each other. Wow. So, so in my judgment, what we are really watching here is the World Series. Now, we can argue till we're blue in the face about whether or not the, you know, the playoff format is right or not, and perhaps you know, we'll feel differently about it a week from now. But by one standard of measure, at least, this is the best playoff series we have ever seen. That part I got. I get why the numbers tell us it's the best playoff series ever. But you're saying to me, and you put this in the Google Doc, that the World Series starts tonight. Mm-hmm. All year you've been picking Milwaukee to go to the World Series. So how can you be saying the World Series starts tonight if you have a different team from the National League winning the pennant? Well, one of these teams is going to get knocked out um, in, in this series. Right. And then the next will be the favorite, will be the consensus favorite. I favor Milwaukee personally just because I think they're the team that is best suited to win games this month. But I'm, in the, I'm, I'm the exception there. The public in Vegas is going to see the winner of this series as the favorite to win the World Series. Of that, there's no question. But that's different than you saying, you, Hembo, to me, Greeny, the World Series starts tonight. That's because the World Series does start tonight based upon what all the, pu- what the public thinks. But, I'm the outlier if I here. wanted to know yeah. what the public thought, mm-hmm. then the public would be sitting in that chair every day. So the, both the Dodgers and the Giants are a better team than the Brewers. And they very well uh, may wind up beating the Brewers, and the Braves might even be- beat the Brewers. In, in baseball, it's different than any other sport. In baseball, you don't have to explain baseball to me. I, I, I'm aware okay. of the peculiarities. Mm-hmm. I am aware that anything can happen. Right. Do, who do you think is going to win the National League pennant? I think the Milwaukee Brewers are going to win the National so, League pennant. So, Bubba, help me here. If he believes the Brewers are going to win the National League pennant, how can he then justify saying the World, the World Series, Series starts tonight? The World Series doesn't start tonight. That's then. right. Can, yeah. I, can I try to explain myself, though? Because I, no. I told you this earlier because I wanted you to tease that, not because I believe that. <laughs> so now you're putting me into this corner that I didn't even create. You're painting me. So what you're suggesting yeah. is you wanted me to make an inaccurate tease based upon a prediction that you're not making. Are you suggesting that that has never happened before? I'm, I'm suggesting that I was going to tease the World Series starts tonight, uh-huh. and I was going to come to you and say, tell everyone why the World Series starts tonight. Because the two best teams are playing tonight. But you don't think either of them is going to the World Series. No, I don't think that, no. You're, but the two best teams in the regular season are playing in a, in, in tonight. In we the could have said that. Series. Then the tease what is... What a great tease that is. The, loaded, the, the most loaded playoff series of all time. How about this? Mm. We will see something in baseball beginning tonight that we have never seen before. Ooh, that's good. That's a better tease, a good tease than the World Series starts tonight to be played by two teams, neither of which I think will be in the actual World Series. <laughs> Well, that's essentially what we just did, huh? See, your tea is stunk. My tea is was better. <laughs> Life is a series of choices. Who you got? Make a decision. Say it! Say it! All right. I'll say it. Who you got? All right. Now I get very nervous because who you got is Bubba, and he comes in here with a bunch of questions, and we always start with a couple of my five NFL picks for the week. And I'm hot. I'm over 500. Well, I'm 12 and 9 on the season, and I don't want to blow this. So this is the problem with this segment is that Bubba picks the games, meaning yeah. he selects which games I have to pick. I don't get to pick my five favorite 
games this weekend, I have to choose the games that he has selected for me. So I'm nervous. Here we go. Bubba, what's our first game? All right. Who you got brought to you by Granger. And yeah, four and one two weeks ago, three and two last week. So you're doing pretty good here. Yes, I'm doing Let's good. Let's see what we got. We'll start with the Sunday night game, Bills Chiefs. Oh. Can the Chiefs avoid going below 500? This one, we got Kansas City. Minus two and a half, who you got? I'm so glad we selected that game. I've been saying it since Monday. I love Buffalo in this game. Love. The fact that they're getting points to me is a steal. I think the Bills are the better team, and I believe the Bills go into Kansas City and win outright. Hashtag KOD. The kiss of death. That's my first pick, Bubba. What's next? All right, how about Giants-Cowboys, a.k.a. the game Nuno is afraid to bet. Mm. We got (laughs) Dallas minus seven. Who you got here? If you got anything for me on the public money, I'm guessing the Cowboys are getting. I, I'm 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 guessing the 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 percentage of people betting on the Cowboys starts with a nine. Yes, and it also ends with a nine. Ninety nine percent of the public money is on the Cowboys. That's exactly right. <clears throat> well, this is the steal. Wow! Run to Vegas, take the Giants with the points. Ninety nine percent of the money is only right one percent of the time. Give me the Giants plus the seven this weekend in Big D. Hashtag KOD. The kiss of death. Okay, Bubba, what's next? And we know what happens, though, if you're wrong and the, and the, and the Cowboys win here. Another week of the jersey, oh, Hembo. Yeah, uh, it, Bubba's wearing the, I believe they win. Yeah, right. That's true. Yeah, You don't have to cover to win this game. They could win yeah, this not, game. You're not picking the Giants to win. That's 27, fair. 27-23. That's I'm fair. I'm not picking the Giants to win. If the Cowboys win, Hembo, we're going another week. Another week. I just can't bear it. Oh, I just can't bear it. There's no way. You know, I was thinking, I was looking, I'm like, oh, man, should I, sh- I, was, should I shave? But then I'm like, no, I can't shave, so i got to keep growing a beard. You can't I do keep anything. wearing this. Have you showered over the last I have weeks? showered, okay. but. Uh, even that, I think, is debatable. I know. But I don't think you should. You, i got to keep not- the beard. i got to keep the jersey. We could have another week. We'll see. It's working. You should not be doing anything. Browns, Chargers, Bakers, Hurt, Chargers have won two in a row, and we got Los Angeles minus two. Who you got? This is such a tough game. I'm going to take the Chargers, and I'm going to give the points. Um, I'm not backing off my pick of Cleveland to win the AFC. Their defense is really good. Fortenbaugh gave us at the beginning of this hour, he gave us the under on this game. He loved the under. But that's not what Bubba's asking me. Is there anything on the the public on this game? We're split 50-50. All right, I'm going to take the Chargers, and I'm going to give the two. Hashtag KOD. The kiss of death. What's next? All right, Bears at Raiders. Oh. Justin Fields officially the starter now, finally. But we got Las Vegas minus five and a half. Who you got? This game scares me to death. Anything on the public? Not here either. I hate to say this to all my friends in Chicago <clears throat> and the one I'm married to. Hmm. I think the Bears are going to get shellacked. I, I, I think Vegas wins this game and runs up the score. Vegas' offense is really good. I don't think a shootout suits Fields well right now. That defensive line of the Raiders against that terrible Bears offensive line, I and mean, I really want to see good things happen for Justin Fields. I just think this is a bad matchup at a bad time. Raiders coming off a loss on Monday night. I like everything about it. I will take Vegas, and I will give five and a half points. Hashtag KOD. 
The kiss of death. Why, why did you say oof? Well, just a lot of points to give up. I mean, that's that's a lot of confidence in Vegas. A lot of confidence in Vegas. No? I, I have confidence. It's very little confidence in the Bears is what it is. I have much less confidence in the Bears than I have great confidence in the Raiders. Does that make sense? It makes sense. It's just a lot of points. But I've lost count. Have we done four or five games? We got one more. One more. And it's Packers at Bengals. Three and one versus three and one. And it's Green Bay minus three. Who you got? Anything on the public here? The public loves Green Bay right now. 79% of money is on the Packers. 79%. That's not as much as 99%. (laughs) No, it's not. See how good my math is? Um, Who picked Cincinnati on the show today? I think Ninko, right? Ninko to win outright. He likes them outright. I do like Burrow. I do like the way that team is playing. Can I pick them at home? Three points is not a lot. If that line was Green Bay minus three and a half, would it I'd be feel a lot better okay. about it. Well, I bet you can get you can probably get three and a half at some sports book. Yeah, but I'm not getting it from Bubba. No, you're not. Not not the not the sports book of record. You're not. All right, how with it? I'm taking Cincinnati. I'm taking Cincinnati. <laughs> I will take Cincinnati plus the three. That's the official hashtag KOD. The kiss of death. All right, so those are the five picks for this weekend. But then, who you got takes its regular weekly turn. Bubba's always got some fun questions for us. Let's go. All right, let's have some fun. 81 years ago tomorrow, it would have been John Lennon's birthday. He was born in Liverpool. So, we'll zero in on his non-Beatles work. Let's even take out Imagine. Who you got as your favorite Solo John Lennon song. I love the song Watching the Wheels, um, which was on, if I'm not mistaken, that was on his last album, the album Starting Over. Uh, Double Fantasy was the name of the album, excuse me. It was the album that had Starting Over. And I remember that that came out right around the time that he was uh, murdered. It might have even come out after he was murdered, um, right around the same time. And Starting Over was the really big hit from that album. Um, And Woman was also on that album, which is a, a very big hit. But my favorite song is Watching the Wheels. I'm not sure if that's on. Is that on that album? You're look, it is on that? Yeah. 1980. I, is that I love right? that song. I love the, the yeah, 1980. Um, I love that song. I love the message of that song. You should listen to that song, Hembo. You should, you should read the words of that song. People say I'm crazy. It, it's a great, great, great song. So that is my immediate answer. He had a million great songs, but even after the Beatles, of course. But my answer to your question, Bubba, is Watching the Wheels, um, which was on the Double Fantasy album. What's next? All right, uh, TV, we're skipping to the next question, so you're aware. 78 years ago today, Chevy Chase, he was born (laughs) in Manhattan. He's a comedian, he's an actor, he's a writer, and he was also on SNL. He had some great movies. Who you got as your favorite Chevy Chase movie? Well, I think I'm the only one in the group old enough to remember him on SNL, but he was phenomenal. He was the original Weekend Update. Um, He was terrific on Saturday Night Live. All right, I'm going to go off the board for this. I'm not going to name a movie that you're... You may not even know this movie. You think I'm going to either say Vacation or Fletch, and I love both those movies. Fletch was a magnificently funny movie, and I love it. That's the one that has the legendary line. Put it on the Underhills bill, which is a I great... I love Fletch. Fletch I is, love Fletch, Fletch, too. Fletch is so funny. And Vacation is a classic. He made a movie. His first movie was a movie with Goldie Hawn called Foul Play. If you've never seen that movie, see that. 
It is a great movie. It's funny. It's actually a little bit of a mystery with a really cool twist. Um, it's a terrific movie, and I loved Goldie Hawn. I still love Goldie Hawn. Um, I love that movie. So I'm going to go foul play off the board. Not not the expectation. You All thought right. you All were right. sure I would say either Fletcher Vacation, right? I, I would think so, but you have a little deeper catalog than most people. You know, uh, that's so. true. I know. Well, he also made. They made another movie together uh, together called Seems Like Old Times, which was a tremendous movie with Aurora's Chicken Pepperoni, but. I, I can't take that movie over Foul Play. Foul Play is a better movie, so that is my answer. All right. I'm taking Fletch, but I, I'll you know, go with your answer. It works for me. Okay. 65 years ago today in the Bronx, Don Larson, he tossed a perfect game. Game five of the 56 World Series. Yankees two, Dodgers zero. So what's the one big-time historical sports moment you'd love to have been in attendance for? Who you got? I, I'll let everybody answer that. So I think everyone knows what mine's going to be. Now, I love the idea of the perfect game. I've always said I'd love to be at the ballpark to see a no-hitter. I, I was once within one out. I was in the ballpark in Chicago when Jose Guzman took a no-hitter into the ninth with two outs and got broken up by Otis Nixon. Um, I can't imagine anything absent your rooting interest being more exciting than watching a perfect game in the World Series. But for me, clearly, the answer would be Super Bowl three to, to see the Jets as an 18-point, well, in any circumstance, but in particular as an 18-point underdog to shock the world and Namath beat the Colts. So that, to me, that's an easy one. That would be my pick. Hemba, what would be yours? I, there are many wonderful ones to choose from. I would, always, I would have wanted to go back in time and see Wilt Chamberlain's 100-point game mm-hmm. because so few people actually did. The game yep. was in Hershey, Pennsylvania. And it was not on TV. 4,000-some people in attendance. That's a really cool thing to have said I was at. Absolutely. Uh, how about you, uh, Nuna? What would be your one? Super Bowl twenty-five, Giants, Bills, and everything else leading up to that game. In Tampa, that, that, yep. that was the Whitney Houston. Correct. Uh, that's the Norwood, uh, O.J. Anderson. That's the one they weren't expected to win. Correct. They, they, they blew out. I mean, it's just hilarious to me that you would go back in time. I mean, I remember that game like it was yesterday. How old are you? You were alive for that game. Of course I was <laughs> alive. I'm, I'll be 45 soon, so yes. So, I mean, what would he Oh, this doesn't have to be something that predates you. It's yeah, just no. any game. Yeah, okay, any okay. Any game he could have gone to. Okay, yeah. fair enough. Yeah, because you easily could have gone I mean, to that he- game. Because Hembo, weren't you at this uh, Don Larson game? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you act. I mean, or, oh, I'm sorry, you act like you were. Got him. Oh, got him. Uh, how about you, Bubba? I'll go with the uh, Christian Leitner game against Kentucky. Oh, that's a great one. Oh, I forgot. The Bubba living in Connecticut is also a Duke basketball player. Yes. <laughs> Bubba is the biggest fraud. Bubba Whoa, grew right. up in Let's Connecticut. He's a fan of, of the Cowboys and of Duke. It, it's just yeah, the worst. Great teams. Man, you. Great teams. Man, you. <laughs> Uh, you have one more? Yeah, let's skip uh, skip down to the last one because 67 years ago tomorrow, John O'Hurley was born in Maine, most uh-huh. famous for playing Jay Peterman, of course, on Seinfeld. Who you got as your favorite secondary character on Seinfeld? Oh, that's a great question. Does Newman count as a secondary character? I think so. Man, he's would, in so many episodes. I think, yeah, I think he's a secondary guy. I, I get that the four of them are the primary characters and everyone else comparatively well, we is take secondary. Newman out if you'd like. I feel like Newman is, is too easy of an answer because he's in so much of it. Why am I forgetting his name? Who's who's the the, the lawyer who um, from 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 the Jackie uh, Childs? Uh, uh, yes, Jackie Childs um, from from the heiress to the o- the o- the uh, o- Henry Candy Bar Fortune episode. And he's in, and, and like I think he's in two or three episodes. Um, I love him. 
He's hilarious. Who am I forgetting? Am I forgetting any obvious uh, ones? Yeah, I mean, I guess, I mean, does this... Frank Costanza, the secondary character? Oh, or no. I are mean, we counting them? I don't know. Yeah. See, that's I mean, you can't count them. I don't know. They're it's... in like half the episodes. Well, uh, well if so, yeah. then, then my favorite would be Estelle Costanza. <laughs> she, Estelle <laughs> Costanza. I guess you got to have secondary and tertiary characters, yes. I guess. If she's secondary, then she's my choice. Thanks for listening to Greeny the Podcast. You can listen live each weekday morning at 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio and see it with the video on ESPN+. Plus. Also catch Greeny on Get Up weekday mornings at 8 on ESPN and also available wherever you get your podcast.